Welcome to the Key of Life podcast, a show where we explore the limitless creative potential that exists within our human life, from birth to death, ancestry, and everything in between. Every human holds a key that opens a door of possibility to create, sustain, and transform within ourselves and with others. When we share our keys, we create deeper access to the keys within ourselves and open the doors of remembrance within others. I'm your gatekeeper and guide, Nanadua L. Key Hog. Let's open the door together. Hello and welcome to the Key of Life podcast. Today we have Anya, who is a muse, a wise woman, a creatrix, and so, so, so much more a word wizard slash witch whatever <laughs> she has a lot of bags <laughs> like, let's just say that and today we're going to be talking about the language of abundance and i also want to presence too that we tried to do this call twice <laughs> on my plat uh, my podcast recording platform and for some freaking reason, the tech overlords were just like, Navi, like, you can't do it on here. So we ended up reorienting the whole thing and just doing it on Zoom. So here we are. Welcome, Anya. It is a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so happy that you're here with me. So yeah, tell the people who you are outside of my like kind of vague, kind of specific intro. <laughs> I love every word that you used. Great descriptive words. So good. Um, well, my name is Anya. I am the foundress, the creatress, the mother of your mirror. And I am of service to women. I'm of service to humanity. However, very specifically, I am of service to women. And overall, the medicine that I've been sharing the most as of late has a lot to do with rites of passage and initiations, coming of age, um, particularly right now, the rite of passage of motherhood and becoming and being a mother as I am on this ripening journey, as I like to call it. Um, and also teaching people how to live more regenerative lives and how to run more regenerative businesses and how to regenerate themselves as creative beings, which often looks like living at a much slower pace than the world that we live in, especially if you're living in a city. So lots of multi-dimensional medicine being served here and i'm i'm excited always to see how my being of service evolves as i evolve and through these conversations and through the women that i meet it's a beautiful beautiful journey truly so yeah that's what i feel called to share with a little intro <laughs> amazing i love 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 that you're specifically offering these rite of passage containers with ripening and this is going to be sidebar conversation but it'll relate <laughs> it always does <laughs> it's just so incredibly important that women especially have these rite of passage points mm -hmm. especially on the journey of motherhood because i think nowadays a lot of women actually do want to be mothers and because of the rhetoric of modern day society it's all of a sudden motherhood has become this like thing to be shameful of wanting for yourself mm -hmm. which is like totally oppositional to the <laughs> the nature of the earth actually yes. because that's the way the earth is like yeah she is a mother she's constantly reproducing and mm -hmm. producing offspring mm -hmm. even through us as mm -hmm. beings of the earth yeah so it's incredibly important and i just want to like highlight how freaking epic it is that you're doing that <laughs> bless you i knew you would appreciate given the line of work that you're in and the way that you are a being of service 
Mm-hmm. And as you said, it is so important and it is so distorted and wild to me that we live in a world where women have been convinced that it is the highest dishonor to become and be a mother when really it is the greatest contribution we can ever give to a society. And yeah, I mean, we could have a whole 10 hour podcast on this. Let's call it what it is. So, so maybe, maybe we just planted the seed on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. (laughs) I'm so into it. 100%. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But on the note of planting seeds and the way the earth works in terms of reproducing and producing offspring and abundance, Mm -hmm. tell me how like, how did you, what was the time an experience when you had a paradigm shift on all of that and to do with abundance and especially language because mm-hmm. i don't like unless you know anya and you're listening to this <laughs> like she has a whole specific way of expressing herself that is so like exact and it's like connected to even the exact etymology, like etymological <laughs> origin of the word. And it's just so clear. So <laughs> tell us about that. <laughs> How did I get here? And so intrigued and curious about language and exploring it and unearthing its its orig- origins and all of that. I love this question so much. And I've never actually been invited to answer this question in like a cohesive way if you will so i really love the invitation thank you my pleasure um i would say that just as it happened for many people like when when the cocoa as i like to call it when the cocoa hit (laughs) i'm done (laughs) (laughs) when the cocoa hit i just i had so much more time and space to be to to get out of the doingness and get into the beingness which in and of itself was a huge paradigm shift and it just you know in that spaciousness there's so much more opportunity to pay more attention and to give more intention and naturally as it always happens certain things just start getting plugged in to your reality and start dropping into into your reality and it's it's those situations where you know god is speaking through people to you and showing you things that are of resonant nature that you all of a sudden feel called to explore deeper and to unearth deeper meaning in and of and this was around the time that I had bought my Kangen water machine and I was introduced to a lot of new people and a lot of new community. And one of these people was Jilly, the water priestess on Instagram. And she had brought to my awareness a book called Conscious Language, The Logos of Now by Stephen Tennyson, if my memory serves me correct. And this is a book, a resource. (laughs) It feels like a living resource because it's one of those books that you can go back to over and over and over again and unearth so much more wealth and wisdom and understanding and perspective, like truly. And it's a book that I continuously recommend to people in, in my life because there is just so much within it that expands you in so many ways and makes your consciousness very pliant if you will and very receptive to creating new pathways if you will and especially new language pathways which creates new reality pathways because language in so many ways creates and constructs realities Um, and just around that time as well, (laughs) I, of course, someone brought the gene keys into my field of awareness and I had learned that I'm totally blanking on which gene key it is right now, but I had learned that one of the main gene keys in operation within me is the gene key that has to do with language and being as I say, like a word sorceress (laughs) in the sense that, (laughs) yes, 
<laughs> yes. And in that way, learning how to weave sentences in a way that speaks directly to someone's heart intelligence and and ignites someone's heart intelligence not solely speaking to the mind which fundamentally is so limited speaking to that most expansive aspect of ourselves that most expansive intelligence in us which is the heart and finding like this whole new layer of depth in language and how it can create meaning in life and how it creates stories that we live by and the stories that we live by if they're not rooted in love if they're not rooted in truth we're fucked to put it very simply and and bluntly you know and that's that's where it all really started like that's where the seeds really were planted and then i I just, I knew that that was something that I was meant to water and, and keep um, exploring and being with and being in. And the more that I continued to act on that, and the more that I continued to dwell in devotion when it comes to language and understanding language on a much deeper level, just so much more clarity started coming in. It's still coming in every single day where I, I see the truth of language and I see the way that it's used and has been used forever to limit human consciousness and to keep us stuck in some sort of matrix, if you will. So yeah, I love these kinds of conversations always when I get to share <laughs> my my perspectives on language because it always is so expansive for the receiver, just like how it was for me when I was first introduced to these to this, I guess, concept, if you will, of conscious language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just love that you even mentioned that you know language is how we create meanings for like our lives you know mm -hmm. it's how we it's how we create our lives and it's like the cliche statement like words are spells you know yes. like it's it's not even on a like oh writing something down and it'll happen sort of way it's like no your voice mm -hmm. is like it creates vibrations so your yes. voice creates matter through the words that you speak out of it mm -hmm. and it and it reverberates around your surroundings to create and like transform your environment for you yes you know <laughs> on like the yes. most like unseen and seen level. yes yes <laughs> like it's it really truly is so simple yet so profound and i love what you just said because it really deeply resonates with something that I speak to often and, and a truth that I hold. And that's the fact that there is this prophetic nature to language. Language is and becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. What you say, you literally speak into existence. Every word that you speak is a code of consciousness, is a script of creation, is a blueprint of creation. And creation or this creative life force that exists in everyone and everything is obedient to your every word a word is a seed it is the source of life or death truly mm -hmm. yep 100 percent. and it just is really getting me present to too that that is why it's so important to be clear on what exactly you are saying mm -hmm. <laughs> because mm -hmm. like if we're just saying a bunch of bullshit or mm -hmm. like we don't know what we're saying and we're just like you know making some shit up yeah and whatever like how does that impact your reality like what are you going to experience out of that now like, exactly and then it's like creating these experiences of disarray and mm -hmm. you're wondering like oh my gosh how how was this occurring when it's like you spoke that Yes. Like you, you literally, like when people say calling it in, like you, you literally yes. summoned it. Yes. <laughs> like you called it in. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So good. So, so good. We, we fundamentally live in a world where 
most of the ways that people speak and use their voice and work with language is so automated. No, like most people are not actually thinking about the, the creative and generative power and potential of their words. They're just aimlessly speaking and unintentionally speaking, and they're not weaving sentences in a way that actually creates positive feedback systems, if you will. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love that. Like positive feedback systems mm-hmm. and how that even works. Like I'm thinking of it in the sense of like in nature when it's like something could be considered a parasite, but to mm. this animal, it actually assists this animal in mm-hmm. like doing a specific function. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it doesn't become a parasite anymore. It becomes like a positive feedback loop. Mm. Right. Like there it's like a I forget what exactly it's called in ecology, but it's like a symbiosis. Yes. There's a it's a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. So like what I'm thinking of it, like at, when you speak clearly and you speak exactly mm-hmm. to what you're creating in your reality, you create a symbiotic relationship with yourself and your reality. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a key. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was such a perfect moment to plug that in. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I always say too, your word is your world you are continually reaping the fruits of your words and of your energetic commands as i call them those are Mm -hmm. energetic commands and as you said you are calling certain things in through those commands you are summoning certain things in through those commands so it's so important to recognize that the many ways in which many of us use our word and use our voice is set to an automation that is extremely negative and that is not actually life affirming Mm -hmm. yep a hundred percent and it's like reminding me of when people and like people love to do this in university like especially the people who actually do have a lot of money this whole like Mm -hmm. oh quote unquote i'm broke Mm -hmm. like i'm broke like are you really are you broken like mm-hmm. are you broken <laughs> like because mm-hmm. you, you don't seem broken to me like you seem whole. yes <laughs> yes yes absolutely that is a huge one and i even remember before i got really deep into language this was like five years ago now that whenever someone would say like i am broke i would literally ask them that exact question that you just said like are you really broken And they would just look at me like, uh, well, no. And I'm like, so why are you saying that? What, Mm -hmm. what purpose does that actually have in your life for you to state over? It's not just like a one-time statement. It's like, it is a story that they live by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, and it, it, of course, these people in so many ways call in experiences or relationships that break them (laughs) that literally break them that break their heart in quotations you know what i mean and then they wonder why why does this happen to me well is it happening to you or is it happening because of you Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) is it happening because of you yeah 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 and that's that's a big piece in this conversation is and it's an invitation for anyone who's listening to this episode is to set the intention moving forward to speak in the language of abundance which is to be using affirmative language the language of abundance is affirmative and therefore life affirming Mm -hmm. so like a great example that i can give you of this or a few, a few examples just to like really paint this, this really powerful imagery for everyone listening. We live in a world where so many of us are speaking the negative thing. So we say, I had no doubt that you were going to do well. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I had full faith. I had full faith that you were going to do well. Wow. Right? 
Mm-hmm. Or instead of saying no problem, saying it's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or people who who frequently say that's mind blowing. Well, is it really mind blowing? It's it's mind expanding, right? Mm-hmm. Or that's breathtaking. What about that's breath giving? Is it really breathtaking though? Or is it actually giving you life? Because generally when people are saying that's breathtaking, what they actually mean is that it's giving them life. It's inspiring them. It's breathing spirit into them, right? So why are we saying that's breathtaking? You know, where does that come from? Or, Or when we see, I don't know, something we love, so many people say it's to die for when they eat this really delicious meal they say it's to die for is it to die for because if it was if it was to die for to me that insinuates that it's not good so if something is Mm -hmm. good and it makes you feel good is it not something to live for oh wow right yep yep you're like getting me present to how (laughs) how much we use opposites in all of these like colloquialisms yes it's double negatives (laughs) it's double negatives basically a lot of double negative negativing Mm -hmm. and and as i said like creating these negative feedback systems yep creating these negative feedback systems and something like a visual that i was really getting as you were speaking like the affirmative um, (laughs) combinations of those words for the life-giving it really is life-giving if you think back to like when you hear something that is shifting your entire paradigm and is actually like a life-giving statement Mm -hmm. it's like you're reborn again like you're born into a new frame of living your life and that's like how it is when you're born through your mom right Mm -hmm. you're you're giving your mom is giving you life and you're get you're being given like (laughs) you're Mm -hmm. being given the like the breath of life (laughs) like as you merge and you breathe in it's like you're being given the the air the like the yes. life force yes <laughs> as you breathe in and it, that's it's like a um it's a mirror too when <laughs> when someone says something that's a huge paradigm shift and you're like wow yeah that's like life giving mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure absolutely absolutely and these conversations are so powerful because fundamentally all of these language patterns that we all have as individuals and as a collective we unconsciously adopted them right like we when did Mm -hmm. we learn language when we were children you know and so we unconsciously adopted these language patterns without ever having taken the time to adapt it to serve Mm -hmm. and support a faithful and therefore fruitful life and so many of us use the word against ourselves because we're speaking from this automated and therefore fundamentally disembodied place so Mm -hmm. many of us don't question the integrity and the impeccability of frequently spoken statements or a lack thereof you know Mm -hmm. 100 percent. and i love that you mentioned that like these are not things that we were necessarily bore like our natural technology for language Mm -hmm. isn't what we've been taught by our parents who teach us how to speak yes you know yes and i'm just thinking about how impactful it is for parents now and like women and men now to have this as like a key to take for themselves Mm -hmm. through our conversation and transform the way they speak and the way their children speak mm-hmm. and creating that positive f- feedback loop and that symbiosis for their child i think that's yes. like like next level <laughs> yes that is that is a high caliber legacy mm-hmm. to leave behind that is a high caliber inheritance to receive from your mother and from your father is that you know like being gifted this pure and pristine 
a technology of language because it really is a technology that starts to interface with the physical realm and the spiritual realm and then it collides in time and space and there's a point in time in which the spirit of the word becomes matter you know mm-hmm. and there's a really powerful example that I'd love to offer your community because you just spoke about parents and children and and I know there's a lot of mothers that tap into your field Mm-hmm. So, for example, I've I've heard so many so many mothers say to me and in front of their children, I couldn't go to college, for example, because I had to raise my children. That is exactly right? what my mom yes. says. <laughs> yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, an affirmative way to say that to speak with, with in the language of abundance is I chose to raise my children instead of go to college. So there's this element of owning your choice and taking back your inner authority rather than externalizing that authority and acting as though you had no choice in the matter. And as if you're helpless and as if you're defenseless and is as if someone held a gun to your head and said, no, you can't. Mm Because fundamentally, we all Mm -hmm. choose and we all have a choice. Yep. 100%. Like taking responsibility for the reality you created. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Through your words. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And through that, affirming to your children, you're not a burden to me. You didn't Mm -hmm. do anything wrong. This is not your fault. This was my choice. Yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. And yeah, going back to the whole, this is like an inherited thing. Mm-hmm. This is also making me think about how this is like how generational reoccurring cycles, because I don't like saying generational curses, because yes. what a curse really is, is just a reoccurring Mm-hmm. negative feedback loop actually yes, yes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's really just how that generational cycle just repeats itself mm-hmm. and are you going to be the one to burst and crack yes. <laughs> the cycle open and create an entirely new spiral yes Yes, 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 yes. I love that. I love that so, so much. Mm. Yeah, and I think it starts with, and you said it too, with owning your choices. And mm-hmm. when you're saying to your kid, like, and you're and you're not, when you're not saying the positive feedback loop that Anya stated, and you're saying the, oh, I didn't go to college, like I couldn't go to college because I had a kid, mm-hmm. you know when you're again going back to what anya just said affirming to your kid that i chose to care for you Mm -hmm. instead of going to college Mm -hmm. and giving them that reassurance that they aren't a burden yes it it leaves so much space for this kid now to not be holding this generational burden and responsibility that isn't theirs to hold and gives them so much more space now to actually create from like an, uh, an empty slate or like a, a, a place of wholeness a, exactly yeah <laughs> create from a place of wholeness rather than a place of them in their brain believing that they're unwhole or yes. the cause of brokenness in another yes. the cause of hurt in another when that's not what it is Mm -hmm. you know like that is not what it is like i know for like i know for a fact that my mom loves me of course she does say statements like that yes and having the the affirming statement be that it not it that's like your your language is matching how how you truly are inside of yourself your language is matching your what you are feeling in your heart (laughs) yes yes absolutely absolutely and you know as children the stories that we are told are the stories we begin to tell and the Mm -hmm. stories we tell are the stories that we live by 
And most of the time, those stories aren't even ours. And they're rooted in lies and in fragmentation and in separation. And fundamentally, the, the feedback system that's created there is disease, disharmony, and disorder and disconnection. Mm-hmm. Disease, disharmony, and disorder. Like all of the the dis, all the disses. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah 100% true and this is like getting me present even to how diseases now are become this like quote-unquote generational occurrence where it's like mm -hmm. like quote-unquote my grandmother had heart disease so yes. now I am now a risk of heart disease yeah well you can choose to create another story for your entire bloodline mm -hmm. and choose to create a bloodline of heart expansion mm -hmm. of heart of heart clarity yes. <laughs> of heart nourishment yes. you know all of these things don't need to keep looping like yes absolutely all of these things do not need to keep looping and that's that's although nature has a cyclical orientation there's always microscopic shifts within that cyclicality mm -hmm. that leaves space for evolution. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And even epigenetics teaches us that beliefs, thoughts, let's, let's embed language in there, all of these things can literally change the expression of our DNA epigenetics is proof that we are not our nature in the sense of genetic makeup and genetic composition what matters the most is how we nurture our nature yep that's going to be the defining factor that's why there's so many people that we know who have been through hell and back multiple times and yet somehow they continue to prevail and to prosper and it's because of the stories that they choose to tell and live by yep the stories that they choose to tell themselves and live by and knowing that the story that they may see as likely for themselves to experience does not need to be the story that they create and mm. they have the ultimate choice to create the story that they truly are a match with and are are in alignment with which is the story of their true essence their true being yes yes that wholeness that integrity that innocence that innateness mm -hmm. coming from that place speaking from that place and knowing that a reality will be birthed from that place and when we speak from our perceived brokenness when we speak from our perceived faultiness when we speak from our perceived deficiency we continue, as we've spoken now, to create those feedback systems that give literally will provide us with the proof and the evidence to give to fortify that distortion and that story. 100%. And I love that you said the whole language being like birthing your reality through mm -hmm. language, because that really is what it is like your words are your kind of your kids like yes. <laughs> they're your babies yes. you know and t taking responsibility for your creations your babies your words Boom. Like, <laughs> yes <Woo! laughs> <It's> like, so good <laughs> and like how you're populating the planet with your words your babies your i literally like i my nipples are hard from this conversation <laughs> and, and, and and the analogies you're working with over here like i i'm so here for this yes so much yes <laughs> i'm screaming literally <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh when yeah, language and... turns you on and when these types of conversations turn you on i'm here for it <laughs> same same i love this <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it's also reminding me too, because this was a big one too. And I was like, going through 
a part of your um your living library as part of estuary like I was like gently skimming it because I was like mm, I want to take a little look-see in here <laughs> and one of the like huge ones and this like comes up so 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 much like literally absolutely everyone in the quote-unquote spiritual community says this when they're talking about letting go of something and it's the release mm -hmm. the release word yes and ever since i read that freaking little <laughs> thing that you put in the living library about that i've been like i'm not fucking saying release <laughs> in context to what i'm letting go of anymore <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so glad that landed so deeply for you and i know that anyone who does get to receive that information and that shift of perspective is just so like holy fuck that was the most mind expanding thing i have seen in a minute because that's just it it is it is one of the most common words used in the spiritual community i'm not even kidding you the word release is release your trauma release your mother wounding release the heartbreak of that past lover release 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 and when you look at the origins of the word release and the etymology of the word release, it literally means to re-sign a contract. And it's so interesting because in my life, when I used to work with the word release, I kept on inviting all the same shit in over, mm -hmm. and over and over again, the same shitty people, the same shitty circumstances, the same shitty experiences, the same shitty feelings and thoughts and it just kept on getting fortified. And I was like, what am I doing wrong here? Like, how am I missing something? Am I not, am I not completing the ritual? Like what, what is going, what is, where's the break here? You know? And I realized the break was in the word that I was using because the moment I started working with dissolving or letting go, mm -hmm. I actually actively started dissolving those things from my life. I actually started letting those things go from my life and creating space and sometimes you don't even have to look into the etymology of a word to see its true meaning when you actually now when you look at release through this pair of eyes now you see release release what is a lease mm -hmm. what does re mean it means to do it again <laughs> mm -hmm. resigning right? a literal contract yes. and it's like like you said, and people wonder why they keep magnetizing yes. these same experiences in their life in a whole new way. And it's this whole like, oh, yeah, like the universe brings it back in your reality so that like you, you can like finally like and again, using the same word, so you can release it. <laughs> when it's like, no, the universe is bringing it back in your reality because you're literally saying that you want to <laughs> resign a contract with this experience. <laughs> revoke that like revoke and, re and rebuke Ooh, that contract yes <laughs> yes yes send what you said about it yes and let it go <laughs> yes please let it go dissolve it <laughs> mm -hmm. so good i'm so glad that landed so deeply for you and that's no, like definitely did <laughs> yes so good such a good one such a good one and and for those of you who are listening as well i feel the call to drop this in here when you work with the word dissolve it literally means to solve something it means mm. to officially solve let's say the, the 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 sad problem or the perceived problem it's it means to solve it to officially put it at rest to set it down you know mm-hmm and even like the word dissolve too like if you think of it in like something disintegrating and mm -hmm, being mm -hmm. put back into the earth right mm -hmm, like when mm -hmm. we when things die when we our bodies die they dissolve into the earth and yes. they recreate yes. even more abundance yes. for the earth <laughs> you know yes it's nutrients for the earth so again yes. this positive feedback loop exactly dissolving this thing that you're rebuking from your life right? <laughs> yes and yes. using it using this dissolving to fertilize mm -hmm. the new cycle you're creating yes. for yourself Woo! outside of that previous yes. iteration yes. <laughs> of yes. the way you were yes. living. 
oh, you're speaking my language. Yes, you're putting it back <laughs> into the soil. You're putting it back into the soil so that I can turn into this beautiful, luscious compost, if you will. And and it it feeds new life. It nourishes new life. It fertilizes new life. It's regenerating. It's affirming of life. That mm-hmm. is that positive feedback system that's being created through the choice of your word. And again, it's really that simple, yet so profound all at once. Literally. And that was like, again, the huge one for me. <laughs> and it's like, I see my friends using it. And it's like, ah, please yes. read the living life. <laughs> <laughs> i am so happy to offer it to your community like this is something you can plug into oh my god this podcast in terms of making it available to your community so i can send you uh like the google drive link for it so people can have access to it because i'd love i'd love for more people to have their hands on this resource and to just engage with it and interact with it on their own terms and to really just experience the journey that this this exploration can take you on. It really is a journey, truly deeply, and it it will it will bring so much clarity and truth into your life about how you may potentially be using the word against yourself and how you can use the word to affirm yourself and to affirm life and to affirm goodness and beauty and bounty and blessings and all of those good things that we really came here for you know yeah 100 percent. and i am so into that offer thank you so much my pleasure to everyone who's listening to this like that is <laughs> such a like bountiful <laughs> resource like, yes my literally. pleasure sister my pleasure my pleasure and something else that feel feels called to come through right now since we've been mm-hmm. I mean I'm not surprised that you and I both keep making analogies that have to do with nature and the earth because yeah. of who <laughs> we both are <laughs> we're very earth centric beings and very in touch with the earth ourselves mm-hmm. um, another piece is that the language of abundance is also animistic so it speaks to the aliveness in everything and in everyone so english is a noun-based language right Mm -hmm. and there's this there's this constant conceptualizing of things and identifying things and treating them as if they're inanimate and as if they're passive whereas when you are when you take on an animistic orientation to life, the question that you're always asking is who am I relating to rather than what am I relating to? Because nothing is an inanimate object. Everything is personified because everything is alive because everything is anima. Everything has anima, everything has spirit. And when we speak to things as about things in quotations as if they are alive because they are we see their agency we see the ability that they can take action we see their participation in the collective web of life and we see that fundamentally everything is is sentient and everything is feeling and everything is is offering itself in this web of life in some way, shape or form. And there's something so beautiful about that and, and revealing about that and puts you in a position where you desire to be more intentional about how you refer to non-human things, because the English language overall reduces anything that is non-human to being an it, right? to being an Mm -hmm. object and that's why it's through our language that it's become so easy to to disrespect mother nature and to disrespect the living ecosystem and to disrespect the living environment and through extension to disrespect our kin and all of our Mm -hmm. brothers and our sisters here on earth which is everyone fundamentally and when you're disrespecting in essence who you are too 
Mm-hmm. You're also disrespecting yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, well, I won't say mind blowing. Exactly. <laughs> mind <laughs> nourishing, mind, mind nourishing, <laughs> which is like that's mind nourishing. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The like, I'm like now looking at all the objects. <laughs> right living objects right on my desk. right and i'm like they are like i a called them into my reality i summoned these yes these living objects yes. into my surrounding and they arrived to give back to me mm-hmm. and this reciprocity. like this is like <laughs> reciprocity yeah. yeah and it gives a whole new lens to like how you're even caring for your space yes and like keeping keeping these living objects clean and making sure they're like like nourished in the sense where they're in integrity and yes like all the parts (laughs) that make them up are working to work for you and them yes yeah absolutely absolutely entire (laughs) reciprocity wheel yes exactly exactly it's like how do we tend to these living beings these living things you know and even even my fiance and i when whenever we leave our house we say bye house we love you house thank you house and we literally speak to our house as though it is one of our caregivers because it is it is one of our caregivers. Mm-hmm. It it provides us with shelter and with warmth. It in quotations. It provides <laughs> us with with warmth and with shelter and with comfort and with softness and all of these things. And every time we come home, we say hi, home. I'm so excited to be back home. You know, like mm-hmm. and there's something so um, playful and childlike about that, and innocent about that, and pure about that. And it's. It's like, how can we apply that orientation to our lives, to everything, not just things that we have perceived are alive, but even the things that we have perceived aren't alive, knowing that there is spirit because fundamentally all matter on its most basic level is spirit. Mm-hmm. Woo. and that just got me present to like how as human beings we've now had plat like have plastic as Mm. the like main like building material for a lot of things Mm -hmm. and how it's like this this abuse of plastic and using it for absolutely everything and instead of being like resourceful with the plastic and being in reciprocity with the plastic it's this abuse which then creates an abuse within the earth within the ocean systems Mm. within the soil Mm -hmm. and it's like this absence of knowing that everything (laughs) like you just said everything at at its fundamental essence and core Mm -hmm. is alive with like essence (laughs) yes yes yeah yeah if if we were to if the whole planet were to cognizantly operate as that Mm -hmm. because on a subconscious level everyone knows that yes but if we all as like the whole planet were to operate like this how absolutely transformative Mm-hmm. it would be truly 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 it's i don't think we can truly fathom the positive feedback systems that would be created through that if every single person spoke with the language of abundance and spoke with affirmative language i it's it's even hard to fathom for me who has been playing in this realm for three plus years now you know it's it would be our reality our lived reality and our lived experience would look nothing like what it looks like right now in in the best way humanly possible and i'm not saying that the reality we exist in now is like 
dreadful and terrible. I love it. I'm here for it. It's, it's beautiful. It's all perfect. It's all necessary <laughs> in our becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this to, to continue encoding itself in, in people's consciousness so that they can speak with more intention and with more love and in more truth and with more integrity so that they can see what they can create from and through that so that they can continue to also instill that in their children and invoke that in their children because this can and will lead to much more harmonic futures and societies and relationships and reciprocity with the earth Mm -hmm. with our kin with everything and everyone yep and again I'm also just like so present to again like (laughs) using the plastic as an example and people talk about this a lot with like oh like don't disrespect the plant medicine and whatever and it's like don't disrespect the material like the common materials that you interact with and are in relationship with in your environment yes like yes i'm just like yes. i'm just like so like in this we well i won't say like we but like a <laughs> lot <laughs> a lot of humans are living outside of this wheel of reciprocity mm-hmm. and it's interesting that it hasn't even been that way more than it's been that we are we were living in and are living in the wheel of reciprocity like yes we've lived in the wheel of reciprocity for longer than we absolutely quote as quote unquote human have not been absolutely (laughs) absolutely like that is our original state that is where we came from because we wouldn't be here having this conversation if that wasn't our the lived culture at one point and for a very long time like continual creation would not have been possible if at some point for an extended period of time in human history and history we weren't existing solely in that wheel of reciprocity truly Mm -hmm. and we're coming back to that we are slowly but surely but you're right it's 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 been a i feel like the last three years has been such a bridge and such a transitional time for so many people of recognizing the ways in which and and actually this is such a thread that came through just so strong right now but in the beginning of this conversation i mentioned that when the cocoa hit i i had more time to to be in the beingness rather than in the doingness and when we live in a world especially, you know, in the English speaking world, which many countries like that is the the language that's spoken, the predominant language that's spoken at this point in human history and history. But when we live in a culture where we are, it's this noun based language and we treat things and speak about things as if they're inanimate and as if they don't have agency and as if they're not participating in life, we, create a culture that is centered around doing and a culture that disables being and beingness and it's in it's in this addiction to doingness that so much disease has been created and disorder and disharmony because it's out of balance there's not a balance of doingness and beingness right because the spiritual and material realms have been severed from one another. And so there's no bridge anymore. And when we start working with the grammar of animacy, as it's called, we can start to live lives that are more centered on our beingness. Exactly. Exactly. And our beingness is our like like you said design it's our birthright it's Mm -hmm. our innate technology Mm -hmm. as humans yeah and yeah (laughs) it's our innate technology as humans and when we're operating in our innate technology is when we're operating in the highest state of efficiency and like the highest state of like clarity yes and receptivity Mm -hmm. 
we can fully receive life when we know our birthright to be, to be in the beingness. Mm -hmm. Yep. 100%. And I'm just like, it, the story is so in my heart right now <laughs> to share. <laughs> I just learned this the other day when I was asking my mom about the financial history of our family, actually. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> not coincidental, but of course. <laughs> synchronistically enough. Absolutely. And she was telling me about how my great grandma recounted a story to her about when she was a kid and they brought the first car to St. Vincent and it was like a wind up car. Wow. And nobody knew, like, nobody that wasn't, like, nobody that was from St. Vincent knew what it was like for like she was saying that right. people were like cutting grass to give the car to eat oh because they literally thought it was an animal <gasps> and they wanted to they wanted to feed it you know wow. they wanted to take care of it wow so it's like really getting me present too yeah wow. our natural ancestral technology is yes. too be in reciprocity yes. with everything because yes. we know that everything is alive. Oof, that is such a powerful example to bring into this conversation. And the fact that you were given this information in perfect alignment with this conversation. And you and I were supposed to record this podcast a month ago at this point. And Literally, had we, yeah. we wouldn't have had this example to actually work with that is coming from from a, a past moment in time and space where we could see this fully playing out like this reality that this reciprocity with with spiritual beings and because everything and everyone is fundamentally that mm -hmm. wow wow yeah. i love that yeah feel free to like reference that story i will <laughs> have to <laughs> like... i will definitely do that so mm -hmm. good so, so good. I love that so much. There's something so pure about mm -hmm. that to me as well. Like it, it speaks to that innate innocence in all of us that our one of our most like fundamental primal desires and designs and destiny in this life is to give and to receive is reciprocity. Mm hmm. Because if you think about how it was in the past, when you aren't in reciprocity with per se, like a horse that carries all of your items up and down, yes. the horse dies. Yes. <laughs> you know? <Yes. laughs> like, and then no more having a relationship with something that's going to help you. That's going to carrying Exactly. Ah. So yeah. it not only was it, is it like by design, it's like a fundamental piece of survival, like survival. It's, it's like a it's, necessity. It's, it's vital. Literally. It's vital. It's non-negotiable. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. and it's like, if everyone lived in that, it's non-negotiable to be in right relationship with the yes. environment and the, the people and the plants and the everything. Yes yes living alongside with them yes like <laughs> yes again the whole world would be transformed from what truly it truly <laughs> it really really would and it wouldn't require much effort beyond the willingness to live in reciprocity and to be in right relationship which first and foremost and fundamentally requires every individual being to be in right relationship with source with god with spirit whatever you connect to and then with yourself so that you can extend that energy outward yep wow yeah wow. this whole conversation is just like and i feel like we could just go on and on for and sure, on, and on <laughs> for <the path> sure. <laughs> because it's a reciprocity <laughs> it never it's a gift that just keeps on giving just keeps on giving baby <laughs> Oh, it's the infinite well it really of life. Is. the eternal and internal infinite well yes mm -hmm. and like <laughs> living living from that space because we as beings are that infinite eternal well yeah you know yes and it's remembering that and speaking as that and 
through speaking as that, acting as that, yes, is abundance and is us because yes. we are that infinite <laughs> abundance. Yes, yes, yes. And and this is such a perfect thing to plug in here as well as since we were talking about the spiritual community and certain things that are very commonplace in terms mm-hmm. of declarations that are made and therefore um, contracts that are signed, if you will, mm-hmm. instead of being in this like manifestation energy, uh, seeking, seeking the abundance, calling mm-hmm. the abundance again, as if abundance is this inanimate thing speak Mm -hmm. i am abundance i am abundance that is what i am because that is the truth fundamentally and every single time we declare i am seeking abundance we are actually declaring that we are deficient in that that we are not that that it is outside of us that it is not available to us and that we need to grip to attain that or to access that when really all we have to do is realize the truth of our abundance Yep. Period. Yep. It, it, it just it just <laughs> be like that. It just be like that. Period. <laughs> Literally. Period. Like <laughs> you've said it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you said, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just want to like keep talking about it and keep talking about it and see it end up being like a three hour podcast. <laughs> so on that note, is there anything else you want to say as a final or maybe not a final, but as a continuous yes. reminder for yes. everyone who's listening? Absolutely. Absolutely. Stay curious. Stay courageously curious in this exploration in this endeavor it is a never-ending exploration and a never-ending endeavor in that you will forever be presented with clarity about how you're using the word against yourself because this is deep conditioning that goes well beyond you well beyond you and it will take likely generations of your own lineage being birthed for it to be come and be fully crystallized within your familial genome, if you will, and within the human genome on a more collective level through that. Stay courageously curious and don't take yourself too seriously. Don't get too attached. I see some people who like literally fear speaking because now they're like, oh my God, everything I say is is a bad omen. And I'm like, no, it's okay. First and foremost, you can work with declarations like cancel clear. If you say something out loud and you realize it's not rooted in truth, it's not rooted in love, it's not rooted in integrity, you can simply declare cancel clear and God, source, spirit will hear you and God, source, spirit will cancel clear that statement and that contract that you signed through that declaration. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Remind. yeah, it's 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 a powerful reminder to just to to recognize that you will always be on this journey once you open the portal, once you open the door. And it's not about attaining some sort of like perfection. It's mm-hmm. it's about being willing enough to be devoted to purifying the 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 language technology that you operate with. Mm-hmm. And it's a really fun journey when you let yourself be immersed in it. It's a really, really fun journey and it's really cool and it it's exciting. And I I rise every day being like, hmm, I wonder what word I'm going to purify today, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stay courageously curious, stay playful and share share with your people share with your people to to keep sharing the wealth literally because this is a form of generational wealth is purifying our language systems in a way that affirms life Mm -hmm. all of that i'm just like sitting in all of it like yes receptivity (laughs) you can't see it on the podcast but my hands are open (laughs) 
good. Oh, and also before mm-hmm. we end it, I I I remembered. Notice y'all how I said I remembered rather than I did forget the name cancel clear. I remembered the name of the author of the book Conscious Language that I plugged into this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the author's name is Robert Tenyonson Stevens. I said Stephen okay. Tenyonson, I believe. Um, <laughs> but the book is Conscious Language Logos of Now by Robert Tenyonson Stevens. I would highly recommend everyone picks up this book. I would highly recommend getting a hard copy of this book because it's literally a book that you will forever come back to. It is a book that every single mother and father should gift their child when they are ripe and ready to receive the codes within it and to encode the technology of their body and the technology of their language with the codes in it. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I'm gonna buy that book. <laughs> I'm about real good. You'll also see it in the estuary ecosystem. There is a PDF of it, just so you know. Oh, dope. Okay, I'm in it. Yay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna read that hey. book. I'm gonna read that book real good. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you so, 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 so frickety dickety much. <laughs> I love our goofiness. I love it all so much. Thank you for inviting inviting in my full spectrum beingness into this call. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so, so safe to just be full spectrum here with you. So thank you for for holding that that energy and that that invitation. I'm so grateful to have had this conversation with you. I'm so excited for your community to tap in and see what lands for them and what resonates for them and to see what they take away from this conversation. And mm-hmm. I'm excited for more conversations because I know we planted one seed today and I'm, I have a feeling we're gonna plant a few more. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, 100%. Like the seed is planted and yes. listen, it now, has oh, a little oh, germination too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna stay watering that seed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I love you so incredibly much. Oh, I love all. you so much. <laughs> Squeals. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all for listening. And until next time, peace. (laughs) If you loved what you heard today, please let me know by giving the podcast some love in the reviews, liking, commenting, and sharing with someone you love as well. As always, too, you can connect with me on Instagram at Key of Life Birthkeeper and with any of my guests with their information and details located in the description. Until next time, Ashe.